If you or anyone you know is or was a cast member and they'd like to come on our show, please just have them DM us on Instagram at Cast Conversations and we would love to have them on. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Cast Conversations. Here I am with Phil, the man, the myth. As always. As always. And today we got a guest episode for you guys. Today we got Stephen on with us. Thank you for joining us, Stephen. Happy to be with you. Yeah, so, Steve, we, we, uh, from talking to you, you got uh, quite the background with Disney. Yes, I have uh, like a decade start to finish. There were some breaks. Wow six months another time but yeah i started at disneyland in california and i finished with a cruise line contract a decade later oh wow yeah. what are your thoughts on the uh the new uh treasure oh, i don't have any thoughts on the new stuff i'm so bad with the new <laughs> stuff no yeah no, no, my I... cruise line contract because i'm a little bit older than most of your uh your cast members uh mm-hmm. at least my working dates i started in february 03 and so i finished in 13. And I haven't uh-huh. been to the parks at all uh, since I left the cruise line. And so, wow. yeah. And, and I was a kid who grew up with annual pass, uh, you know, in California for most <laughs> of my childhood. So, yeah. But in between, I hit, uh, I, I did a stint in Tokyo at Walt Disney World, Paris Disney, and I toured with uh, Disney Live Show, which is like Disney on ice, but without the ice. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Never um, heard of that. Yeah, yeah. Most people haven't. It's more uh, international tours than it is, or it was mm, when gotcha. I did it internationally. Although the show that I was with did do a national tour twice. Okay, okay. So let's let's start from the beginning, so we can go in uh, chronological order. So how'd you how'd you get started with Disney, and what was your uh, first role? Well, I needed a college job. I stayed. Uh, uh, there's no commuter schools in Southern California. And so uh, one of my high school friends uh, told me that he loved his job in custodial. And so I went just after Christmas break in my freshman year in college. And I, I went to a regular uh, hiring event and they gave me attractions. I asked the guy hiring, what's the best <laughs> job thing for me? And he wanted to give me Jungle Skipper, but he said, I can do Indiana Jones and I think you'll love it. And I did. And I loved Indy for six months. And then I cross-trained just by luck. To I walked in the right day to the scheduler uh, to ask to cross-train. And she said, do you know how to drive a stick shift? And I said, yeah, I drive a stick shift to work every day. And she said, Main Street vehicles will be on your schedule in two weeks. And so wow. that's how I got to drive the omnibus and the fire truck and those cool you know, 1900s carriages up and down Main Street for the next six months or so. And you know, that, was, that was outstanding when I was nine years old. That is wow. very cool. So what a unique job. Yeah, very unique. Oh, yeah. It was fantastic. You know, you're out there sharing the road with the horse-drawn carriages and, I mean, just looking mm-hmm. so official and, and just like a like a concierge. It was kind of like guest relations, but without any of that responsibility, you know, right, except for right. don't hit anybody because if, if you touch anybody <laughs> with the vehicle, you're fired, you know. Dang. Uh, we're joking, but not really. I mean, really, you, you know. Or same thing backstage. We had to park it in the tightest spots backstage. And oh, like, yeah. They just taught you how to do it. And they're like, some people can't do this. You know, we got like a, about a 50% fail rate on people we try to train on this. But I was just like, there was no failing. Uh, and I loved it. And, and then along with those shifts, I got some like uh, 
we, well, we would pull the vehicles off and do parade guest control in town square. And mm -hmm. I, I love doing that. And then a little bit of guest control for Fantasmic and a couple of grad nights and uh, th those kinds of shifts, fireworks. But yeah. I'll, and then after that, I switched to characters in California. And I did uh, uh, first I did costumed characters, friends with Goofy and Queen of Hearts, Captain Hook, Beast, uh, friends with Woody, Baloo, Brer Bear, Jafar uh, once, you know, uh, and then I did that for about a year and then also became a character host. We called it attendant is probably the better word from Disney mm -hmm. World. Uh, and then I did yep. both of those together for a while. So, OK, wow. performing and and attending. hosting. So, yeah, after I got used to knowing what I wanted out of uh, an attendant, then I, I also auditioned and I had some improv in my background. And so, you know, and, and they liked dual because, you know, for scheduling, it just made it nice and easy if you could do both things in the department. And so right. they had a yeah. lot of dual attendance and uh, characters back then. Mm -hmm. So real quick, back to the uh, driving down Main Street. Did you yeah. drive any characters or people? Or were I they did. just for show cars? No, they, it, the shift was you would just go out to the town square and uh -huh. stand there and there's a sign and people, a lot of people you'd drive didn't even know what it was until they walked up. It wasn't like a place that had a queue. Very rare. Wow. Sometimes you'd get a queue. Sometimes there was just people who really loved riding the vehicles and they'd wait even if you were at the other end of the street. But <laughs> no, you're just driving guests down to the, the hub down in front of the castle and you drop them off and then you mm. just wait for, for people who are going back down to the town square and you offer them a ride. And it was just the most fantastic kind of job doing that. And like I said, I'd been an annual pass holder and I was the kind of guy who had a lot of Disney trivia back in the day, although I, I've forgotten it all now, but <laughs> I, I mean, I, I used to read a big book when I was at Indy and it had like all this Disney trivia and I'd be like memorizing it all, you know, how many pounds of trash right. the, the resort had in a year and how many flowers got planted how many hot dogs got sold you know all of those kinds of weird things somebody put in a file and I, I would read it and have all that kind of fun stuff you know and you'd give us feel <laughs> you know going down on the omnibus actually had a microphone and so you'd be holding that microphone and then it was they were all stick shifts and you were going as slow as you could go and so you're feathering the, right. feathering the clutch all the time mm -hmm. unless it's not busy uh but if it's busy at all you're you're both feet and then you know spieling and uh you know telling people the fun facts and and trying not to touch anybody but you know, it was a real thrilling. And then sometimes I would drive characters back then. Okay. They had the parade, parade of the stars just before the 50th and parade. And uh, we would pick up the guys who'd been there a long time. They, they dressed in these like uh, I remember these cloud overalls and we would drive them the whole parade route oh, and yeah. they would stop and get off the bus at four or five spots and then collect guests just randomly who looked like they'd be fun participants and then we we'd end up down at, at the step off and then they those would be the guest people in tutus in the parade and having a lot of fun and then i would just drive the vehicle off and then go do guest control for the parade uh but yeah then i got to work in the parade after i did characters and so those people almost all of them that i used to drive you know i showed up at that audition and they they couldn't believe that the driver could actually dance too and so yeah it was uh, a lot of fun to to switch jobs but, <laughs> i mean i could have kept doing the driving job for years i just i, I knew somebody in characters a you know, girl i dated at the time and that was mm -hmm. the reason to switch you know i mean like once yeah. you found out how cool that job was and i had a background in theater and stuff too so okay i was gonna ask oh, yeah. if you had any background in like dance or theater or anything mm -hmm. like that so yeah that makes sense Yep. Yeah. I, I, not enough that I was really seeking those jobs out. I was just happy enough mm -hmm. to go to college and I thought maybe I'll do a little audition for the civic light opera and get a job in the chorus. But even that wasn't really on my radar when I got started at Disney. And like I said, I went from attractions to characters kind of because of a girlfriend and kind 
because you know I, I just thought it'd be exciting and but I didn't go seek it out you know I wasn't on that level kind of everywhere sure. I did with my Disney dancing stuff I was mm -hmm. I was like one of the best character dancers but not quite good enough to be equity or agva or you know union dancer I'm like gotcha. just a step below so I wasn't going to the union dance jobs because I never <laughs> thought I was good enough I was probably like, I know I'm just a step below those guys I didn't start dancing till high school I played mm -hmm. sports all until then I was too shy uh but then what well, you know so anyway just a little bit of my background but. yeah yeah absolutely um so being a character or being a character performer what was uh your favorite part about that and do you have like a cool oh, guest interaction story to share oh, so yeah i know right so many different interactions yeah. over the years like you know california or, or you know which place uh you know as i was saying dan Dancing, you know, I, I had some dance offs with some of the girl, like dance teams and stuff. And, you know, you can do fun stuff. I mean, as far as dancing and the cruise line contract at the end, uh, there were so many different shows where you'd have the characters like dance, like really dancing for the party. You know, mm -hmm. you want to keep it in character and dance is goofy. You know, Goofy's going to be sloppy, you know, with all of his stuff. He's never going to pull right. his toe the right way. But, you know, it made it really easy to do fun, cool stuff, you know, and Goofy can spin and do the splits and and do, you know, funky, crazy stuff. And, uh but yeah, I mean, there, there were those kinds of things. And then there was just the really sweet stuff with guests. You know, I did all the different kinds of meet and greets over the years. I mean, the really heartfelt stuff where you're crying in the costume with people because you get to do yeah. Make-A-Wish or or even on tour yeah. when I did. I mean, it's tough to compare the park stuff to some of the tour stuff because there was the VIP meet and greets you do before and after the Disney live show. But sometimes you go out to hospital visits in countries where there are no Disney character. You know, nobody is going to wow. Disney vacations and we get to do, you know, hospital or school visits. Uh and those were really, you know, I mean, to to see those children and, and yeah. have those experiences were just something else. But I mean, I got all the fun ones in the park where I got to ride rides as characters on Make-A-Wish, <laughs> you know, and and those kinds of fun things. Uh, you know, just got I, I found a lot of ways to make people's day, you know, when I could extra fast passes or these readmit tickets, I could get people, you know, front of the line for attractions or, you know, all the all the ways as a character and character, uh, you know, host attendant where I could get people the extra time. You know, it's not an official VIP meet and greet, but if you mm -hmm. wait over here, we're going to get you, you know, 30 to 90 seconds with whatever character that is, that you know. And so there, I just did hundreds of those over the years, you know, where I, I, I know not everybody gets to do that kind of stuff. I didn't at first when I got there, but as I, as I got more experienced, you know, I wasn't afraid to uh, reach out and make sure that, you know, I always felt like I could do that extra stuff for guests. For some reason I felt empowered, you know, right. for sure. So before we move on to the next role, uh, do you have any like big story or anything that just stands out to you as a performer that you'd like to share? Oh, wow. Uh, from California or before we move on to the next one. Yeah. So just yeah. for California. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, wow. Like a big one. Uh, if not, if you want to save it, um, well, I thought it, one, but it wasn't, it wasn't quite suitable, for, suitable for work. And then, you know, I was thinking <laughs> of another one that I told on a recent podcast, you know, where I actually threw up on parade route, you know, oh, oh, no. that, that's a pretty cool one, but then I just shared it, you know, go listen to uh, have you heard the sweep spot podcast. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. recorded with those guys a little while ago. And, uh, I, I, I answered their call on social media and your call because I'm a fan of your podcast. Mm -hmm. uh, but I wouldn't oh, have you. if it wasn't for my nine-year-old, uh, well, almost nine-year-old. You know, my, my daughter and my son, uh, my, he's younger too, they, than she is. And they both love my Disney stories. Uh, and so I've supplemented them with podcasts. To, you know, former cast members, you know, talking about the good old days. And yeah. so then, you know, they listen to some of those. And they're like, Dad, you got to be on one of these, you know. And so then... <laughs> You know, they, they're so sweet about it that I, I finally said, well, since they're asking and and so are the podcast hosts, uh, let, let me put it out there. And so, yeah, there was a there was a, a lot of different ones. Um, 
there was one. Well, since I already told that one on the sweep spot that I threw up on parade, I guess you can go look for that one. You know, all's well that ends well. You know, nobody That's saw wild. too much. Mm-hmm. embarrassing. But I, I, I stepped off the side of a parade float as the beast. There was oh. that one on parade. Well, I mean, we're talking. If you go look up the the Bell and Beast float from 50th anniversary, you could look up the side of that front where there's like the front platform and then the 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 top. Well, that front platform, I walked off. I mean, that's probably like four feet high. You know, it's at least three feet, yeah. four feet off the ground. And it was like a cartoon where I just went slow motion and I could just feel everything stop. And then I dropped and I landed on my feet. I somehow stayed just like a cat where I just stayed and I hunched all the way down with my chest, but I stayed on my two feet, didn't put a hand <laughs> down. And and I could feel the whole audience just gasp. You know, you could just <sighs> hear a pin drop. And, you know, one of the, the parade uh, choreographers actually told me she dropped her her cup and it like broke all over the sidewalk because she was just so stunned she just let go of her cup you know, you know ran <laughs> towards me as I was falling off the you know as she's like what's the you know characters falling off the float but I didn't I landed on my feet and so yeah and then I ran around to the front and Belle was waiting there just with the widest eyes you've ever seen you know and and oh then, my uh, god yeah. oh the, it was Jeez. it was crazy and, and then I got off property uh so fast after I got out of that I was like I was <laughs> as soon as I that that parade was uh, floated stopped I was out of that costume and off property in like two minutes I wanted no <laughs> questions about how and why that happened and and it's it was just, boom yeah. gone showed up the next day and everyone said are you all right did that really happen and I I'm great I'm fine why what happened guys <laughs> yeah yeah I messed up that choreography didn't I sorry about that but Oops. no I mean I mean I had sweet stuff with the guests where i mean we had shifts back then that were atmosphere sets you know there's so many memories because there's location there's dining and there's atmosphere it's kind of the three main types mm-hmm. you know of sets the characters talk about and in california when i was there we had so many atmosphere sets that at least i got i did all the dining uh, in all the resorts you know uh, hotels and dca as well but then i also did uh you know a few locations and i just got lucked into so many queen of hearts captain hook uh, beast atmosphere sets and we would be dancing around with the disneyland band and you know right behind main gate for a set and then we dance with them in town square and then we'd finish the day with the piano player in coke corner and we'd have tables and chairs set out and we'd all play musical chairs when i was friends oh, wow with the, yeah the queen of hearts and the alice unit and back then it would be queen of hearts white rabbit tweedledee tweedledum alice and mad hatter and everyone's playing musical chairs with like 30 40 kids and all their That's cool. and everyone take you know and hundreds of parents taking pictures and it was like those were the kinds of sets and and I just get to do that twice a week you know I mean it was just like and then there'd be other sets where you'd be traveling from the hub through Fantasyland to a different break room and you'd actually break at different break rooms in the park mm. and you know you'd have the if you got stuck in one spot and a line started to form you know Alice or the Hatter would come over and and find a way to talk you know with your host into getting everybody moving but also having fun. break it up yeah. Yeah, yeah playing free playing freeze tag on your way you know because hatter can nice. freeze, and freeze everybody and so they're just having the best time instead of guests complaining that the characters are walking away you know i mean the atmosphere <laughs> sets were just just done right back then it was really so awesome yeah that's very cool very cool okay so what's your next step with the disney company moving forward Oh, well, I mentioned the parade. I, I did characters, and then when they opened the 50th and block party, they let characters uh-huh. try to do parades, and I had a good day, apparently, because I got <laughs> to be two-day Prince Charming and three-day standby, and I had never thought I could be a face character, so they pulled me out and said I could be two-day Prince Charming. I was like, wow, I'm goofy. I'm too skinny. I don't look as good as those <laughs> other guys, but you know, they let me do it, and then, um, and then standby means I did 26 different roles in the parade that I covered, Wow. And so when I'd show up to work, whoever was wow. out, you know, you just filled into one of these ones that you could fill into. 
Yeah. And so, yeah, it was like two knives, two forks, you know, for the Beauty and the Beast unit. Uh-huh. There's a left side and a right side, and the choreography mirrors each other. So you kind of know them, you know, but they're kind of different. And so, you know, if you get thrown in one day, it's like, am I the right side or the left side of this choreography? I had to learn a month ago, and I haven't done since, you know. Mm-hmm. But that was an amazing job. To, and so I did, you know, boy, ballroom dancers and foul fellow and four jumping stilt flowers and Queen of Hearts and Ursula puppeteers and eel puppeteers and, you know, Lion King stilt walkers and Goofy and and covered the princes yeah. and the finale rope holders. And and so that was that was that summer. And then I just before that parade even opened, when I was doing five day a week rehearsals, because uh, I had to learn everything for it, uh, mm-hmm. I went to the Tokyo audition and I got pulled out and I got to do that. And so they hired me for Tokyo. And uh, so I got to be wow. a face character. And so here I was, I never thought I was gonna be a face and now I get to do it, you know, for a parade and for Tokyo coming up. And so then I did, and that's a seven month contract back then. And then they made it, I think over a year later, uh, now it might be a year long contract, but it was seven months. And then I did, uh, you know, left the parade, go do that face character contract in Tokyo where they let me, you know, I, I got to be friends with, you know, Prince Charming and Prince Eric and Snow wow. Prince, Bell's Prince uh, a couple of times, Bert. I loved being friends with Bert. That was that was probably the best. And then uh, Santa Claus. All of the tall guys that year got to be friends with Santa Claus. <laughs> and, uh, you know, me all of, I was like 145 pounds, you know, six foot. You know, oh, man. But uh, uh, hanging out with the the big guy, that was fun that winter. But I, I got to do a lot of fun stuff over there. So that was kind of the next the next step of my so, journey was Tokyo. Was it difficult being uh, someone... Or in a country where their primary language is not English. Oh, right. And I, you know, I learned like five words of Japanese before I got there. And uh-huh. then everybody learns that, like how to talk to a three-year-old, you know, how to talk to right. a four-year-old. Because <laughs> the adults don't expect a lot from you, but the, the children, you know, the, you love to make their day by just, and so the, they did give you a short list of stuff to work on, mm-hmm. you know, in your training. And then you just wanted to, to work on it to be good so that you could have those, because you realize uh, face characters you know, have certain rep- repetitive conversations you know how old sure. are you what's your favorite this what's your favorite that and once you can say what's your favorite you can say yeah. it with just a different word on the end and then so there's just shorthand where i wasn't good conversationally with an adult but i could i could get along with the kids enough you know mm-hmm. but that was and i had some some prep in that like i had done a lot of time for a few months with uh being friends with the beast and bell in california and so i i didn't have to to speak then usually you know but i got to right. see what it was like right. being with bell and how she interacts and so once i got to be friends with the princes i was already uh you know, i wasn't so shy uh, at least as much as i would have been if i didn't have that experience but so could you give us a little taste of uh how you would say like like hey like how how's your day if going you remember <laughs> oh yeah, my goodness you... my japanese oh i didn't know do you I remember japanese <laughs> no i don't think i could embarrassingly i know jackie will be embarrassed uh you know i don't know any japanese or shane too uh, some of those guys, I know, like some of those guys keep it uh, and I just haven't kept my languages. I know I would mess it up if I tried, but well, then, I wouldn't know either. So and then I went to Paris and then it was, you know, in Paris Disney where, you know, now I get to do it all again in French mm-hmm. uh, and not just <laughs> French because everybody from Europe comes. And so there's right. some expectation from the Spaniards and the Portuguese, Italian, the Germans certainly have high expectations of wanting to, to speak to everybody. And, you know, it's like, uh, Oh, yeah. There was a few characters that could actually do that. A few. Oh, I mean, we had Manon. She was amazing. The Dutch that, that could do, I mean, five, seven, eight, nine languages. 
they can speak to children in. Jeez, I mean, that's yeah, crazy. It, it's just insane when you think of like, I mean, and I'd stand there while while they're doing it. And I'm just in awe. I'm just like, wow, I'm so in love with you right now. Like really as a person, just <laughs> mm -hmm. like when, as a person, like this is amazing. Like, I've, I've been all over the world and you doing this because I know you've had characters, even on this podcast, I heard somebody from a couple of years ago recently say about not being able to speak Spanish at Disney World to guests because Cinderella doesn't speak Spanish. But I went to enough, well, you know, Disney Paris, Cinderella can quietly speak whatever language Cinderella wants to speak because <laughs> you know you're making that that child's child. She, yeah, she's Cinderella. She can do whatever she wants. Well, because you can always, you know, my friend so and so taught me. You know, the Disney universe is right. wide enough to have somebody from everywhere. And or mm -hmm. you know, the I, DCU. Where I, I just had a friend from this from your same country, and they just did they teach me this correctly? I believe you know I mean, that that's sort of just the improv yeah. way you can phrase yeah. things. So that really is. Oh no, I because because they can't go to a certain point. You know, they're not fluent in eight languages, but they are enough for the child and you know to watch their their faces just light up because they haven't been able to talk to anybody all day everything's french and english and this little child right. only speaks this different language and to see that so often over there but yeah i mean so there was a few uh princesses that i was in awe of and, and other people too i mean hosts you know edgar was the best i mean but then he got to do facilier uh he was friends with him later and, and anyway there were people over there that, that was it polyglot you know with the languages uh sure i was always jealous of that but no so I uh, I don't want to rush you, but I want to get on to the next one because I know we have yes. so much to cover. So uh, take us to the next place. Uh, after Tokyo Disney, I went to Disney World. And uh, nice. I, I, I guess I should tell my audition story because everybody has one. You know, you guys are mm -hmm. Disney World centric podcast. You know, um, I never auditioned. Uh, my girlfriend that I, I left Tokyo with, she had been uh characters at disneyland and tokyo for for you know seven eight years and during that time she had also been to disney world between tokyo contracts and worked and so she just told me hey do you want to go do this and uh and so we actually had a trip to disney world planned and, and we still took it but you know i was like wait i thought we we're going to for fun and she said no i'm not done being a princess i think i think this would be fun and i said well okay she said well good because i already emailed casting and i sent them our pictures and they said come on come on down you know you just need to email them too and uh you know so they know Dang. you're a real guy and and i just got hired like like you know just sending them pictures in a nice email and uh yeah that was pretty like i lucked into that you know everybody's wow. like how old are I, I was, and then I, I did go to the color coding audition. You know, when I got there, I was there a week or two and it was like, okay, before anything good gets on your schedule, you got to do that color coding everybody talks about. And, you know, you go there, there's 150, you know, 200 people in that. And it just seems like a big, scary audition to everybody else in the room. But I was just the most relaxed guy in the room because of how I just got the job by email. You know, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm sure they love me. They'll pull me out anytime to be all the princes. And then the whole day went on. They pulled out everybody for face and I never, I never got pulled out. And then, uh, but I got kept all the way for dancing because they, they, and I got to the end and the casting person who had, had, uh, you know, hired me, she, she, I, you know, they told me everybody to leave. And I said, no, actually I'm here to talk to her. She's the one who told me to come to this. And she, she kind of got embarrassed and she was like, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't pull you out earlier. Come over here and let's talk. And she tells me, well, listen, you know how I told you, you can come be a face character here. Well, it turns out, you know, you, you can't because, uh, you know, they want you for dancing. They, they think you're too good of a dancer and we got enough guys who can just stand there and, and with, you know, the other face characters. So mm. you, you're going to get to dance in these shows. So I got to do High School Musical. I got to do the trolley show. I mean, that. Oh, wow. That, oh, I loved the trolley show. I wish I could have stayed and done that for years. But, you know, that was. But then I kind of was like, well, that's amazing. But, you know, the face characters make a lot more money per hour. You know, whatever that difference oh, was, you know, yeah. three bucks or something, you know, but it made a difference. And so because of that, I kind of was like, well, you know, I might have to go to 
universal or somewhere where I can make more money. And she was kind of that like, well, wait, 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 you know, <laughs> what if you can also be friends with Bert and you can also be friends with Jack Sparrow? Cause I think you just can't be friends with the princes, but I think I can go in the other room and sell the rest of those ladies on you being friends with Bert and Jack Sparrow and hook in the dream along with Mickey castle show. So I got yeah. to train and do dream along with Mickey castle show, you know, which is just outstanding. Nice. And, uh, yeah, and so I got to do all, I mean, the thing I did most there was that high school musical show. Um, I, I got to do that for the Walt Disney World Christmas uh, special. You know, they do that like TV, you know, Christmas yeah. Day special. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that year was like high school musical. So, you know, I got to be one of the basketball players for that. That's and really cool. That was, That's crazy. Oh, it, was, it was so much fun to film that. And, uh, you know, all the celebrities were really nice. You know, everybody said Sharpay wasn't that nice, you know, but Ashley was. She was just off doing, she just wasn't as, you know, didn't come over and spend as much time. <laughs> You're like, oh, sure. come on. Just because they don't come over and hang out with you doesn't mean they were mean, you know? <laughs> right. But, you know, but yeah, so I had a few things like that at Disney World as well. And then and then I went to on the Disney Live tour before I knew it. So, you know, that same woman who got me to Disney World told me to go audition for Disney Live. And then I got that job. And then I had to leave Disney World. And then, and, and I'm, oh, fantastic jobs that I only did for a couple of months. But yeah, I'd love to go back and dance the trolley show. But uh, yeah, I went off and did Disney Live for 20 some countries. And uh, yeah. So I feel like I remember seeing at least advertisements for Disney Live. Could you explain a little bit more uh, yeah. exactly what it is? Yeah, it, it's produced by Feld Entertainment, the same company that does Disney on Ice. And it really is. They take arenas or theaters and in arenas, they just put up a proscenium. And then it's just a stage show that back then we had the characters actually their eyes blinked and their mouths moved in like they were talking on stage oh, you know, wow. they had those they called them servo for us i don't know what they called it for the you know i think i don't think that wasn't general public it was just servo was what we it was i don't know if it was acronym or what but uh yeah so then you know the characters were all wired up you know wires and battery packs and and you had to learn your lines you know and so all the characters mm -hmm. were talking in the local language so we would go to all these different countries wow. and it would be you know we oh, I, I joined it in japan and and did japan for a month and every every character is speaking japanese you know so you just have to learn the whole show and then be able to to you know mime it along in japanese even though you're not on the microphone you know it still was yeah. a, a whole different level to being a character you know when one hand is doing the eyes and one's doing the mouth um yeah Right. I can. Yeah, I can imagine that would be a challenge. Like you got to know what the characters are saying in the other language. So, you know what you need to do and like how to act. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And the feedback, you know, there's different feedback in the characters. And, and so, yeah, it, right. it, it's, uh, you know, because with Goofy, you know, when you're friends with Goofy, you don't know what your eyes are doing. You know, you can't quite see, uh, mm -hmm. you know, and so you, you hope that you, you, you've you got the right emotion going and stuff. But yeah, that yeah. that was an awesome show, and the cast that did that was just outstanding. And and it it was like a rock and roll tour, though. I mean, if there's rock and roll cliches, like if you thought, <laughs> oh man, travel the world, man, like a rock and roll, you know, and you get burned out. Uh, I I did it. I mean, there's different ways to tour with Disney Live, mm -hmm. but it was very easy to to fall into a very you know very suitable for work way to say it. It was a rock and roll lifestyle with Disney Live, and so you know, but uh, so, so I did that in you know for almost three years. And then we did all over Asia and like, you know, J Japan, Taiwan, Korea, China, wow. Thailand, Malaysia, Singapore, then Dubai, Egypt and uh, India. And I think it might be the uh, like the first Disney show that ever like stage show that ever played Egypt or played India. Wow. Or, or, hmm. or even Dubai. I think all three of those countries, we were the first stage show and they had Disney live shows play them right after us. 
and they had done a couple of ice shows in some of those countries over the years. But yeah, it was uh, taking Disney to totally new places. You know. Wow. So, that's yeah. crazy. Like yeah, that's, that's actually that's... crazy. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was the kind of job you didn't even know you could audition for. And I had heard about <laughs> it from a guy who came to be a, to be a standby in the 50th parade, and he had just got done doing that show after being a puppeteer at Disneyland, and then. He had just emailed the uh, director of the 50th anniversary parade and said, hey, I'm getting done with my Disney Live contract. Do you have a job for me at Disneyland? And just by emailing the director, you know, casting was already done, but he got to be a standby, you know, the best job Mm. in the parade. Mm -hmm. There again, you know, if you know you can do the job and they've already had you somewhere, you know, sometimes you just have to email for it or at least back in the day. I don't you know, that was 15 years ago, you know, but uh, anyway, so I knew of the job. So when I had to go to this audition, it was kind of obscure. And I think there was really only like two other potential guys at that audition who could have done that job. Uh, you know, the Disney live job was, uh, um, but anyway, so I did that and I did it all through Europe and then I knew I was getting burned out. So when we were in London, my girlfriend on uh, the tour and I, we saw that there was a Tokyo audition in London. So we went to go try to be in Tokyo and uh, her for the first time. And she, she actually ended up going and then uh, from the next audition. And then I got pulled out by the Paris casting people because it was a London audition. And the casting from Paris asked if I'd like to come there if Tokyo didn't take me. And I knew right then Tokyo was going to you know tell me to go to Japan. And I mean, they were going to tell me to go to Paris. And so they did. And so I, I never went back to Japan. I never tried again. But I went to Paris and they had just started taking Americans. I hadn't really known that yet. But for a, a year or two before that, while I was on Disney Live, they started taking Americans in Paris, and it was oh. fantastic. So yeah, it was a uh, that that was just a whole amazing, you know, awesome set of experiences doing that for about a year though, because then like I guess that I was on this rock and roll world tour, and then I also you know then go to Paris and and it was just a little bit you know I was homesick, and so I could have stayed on an open ended visa. And, you know, my visa wasn't. Oh, yeah, yeah. interesting. They, there was two types. There were people on short contracts. And then there was people like me who they just gave an open-ended. I actually had to take French classes you know, <laughs> to learn French. And yeah. Wow. Take citizenship. There's a few people who stayed and did it. I think Anthony has. He's the greatest parade performer of all time from California and Tokyo and Paris. And, uh, and yeah, I, mean, I just didn't. I, I, I knew sitting in the French classes, my heart wasn't in it. And I just... You know, I, I wish it was in some ways, you know, I mean, I don't want to go back and change my life now. I've got wonderful children. So I like how I did things. But it's like, yeah, there was certain like it, it, it was a more wonderful opportunity than I, uh, you know, than I even wanted at the time. Yeah. Um, I mean, they told me they asked me to do Jack uh, Skellington. And I said, no, thanks. You know, like, oh, I don't really want to do <laughs> Jack Skellington. It was like I remember when when I was in California in characters and people were like, oh, wow. Did you hear someone gets to do Jack Skellington? And we all just like oohed and awed, like that would be the coolest job none of us will ever get. <laughs> and here they were offering it to me. And I was like, I don't know, guys. That's a lot of me. Yeah, like, eh, yeah. yeah. shift. Can't I just be Prince Charming? You know, it was like, <laughs> you know, uh, but yeah. So I, once I heard myself talking like that, I was like, oh, OK, I'm done. And then I ended up uh, being done for about a year went back to California and then on a whim went to a cruise line audition because I had never auditioned for a cruise line and I just really wanted to feel good about myself. And I thought yeah. well, I'm good at Disney auditions. You know, I, I've uh, never got turned down from one of those and I didn't <laughs> even want the job, but I just wanted to go see what it was like and have a nice day dancing, uh, you know, and be, uh, and, sure. and I did. And, uh, and then I got pulled out and asked to do that. And so they, uh, they offered me two contracts that I said no to, and then a third one that I said yes to. So, I don't know. Third time's a charm. I was thinking. Wow. Uh, like I said, yeah. I, I mean, I politely said no. Obviously, it was like, ah, oh, just not the right <laughs> time. But you know, you call. Well, what if we call you back next month for a different one? So I could have done, been friends with uh, Crush. You know, that Trill Talk show from 
Uh, yeah. Dang. But I didn't because I, I turned down that one and then ended up where I, I was friends with uh, Jack Sparrow again. Like I got to be at Disney World. But, okay. Uh, and I got to do that again. Uh, I was friends with him in Paris, and then I was also friends with him on the cruise line, uh, which which was a lot of fun. But yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, I, I've been rambling on here. I know a few more minutes. No, that's here. wild. Uh, that's crazy about turning down Crush. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, and uh, I I probably could have done the voice. I was never super awesome at voices. Mm, I remember okay. at Disney World, they, the uh, the trainer thought she was going to have to do an extra day of Jack Sparrow. And then when I came in on that last day and, and we started practicing, uh, you know, and, and she's like, she I saw her eyes widen and she stopped and she said, I got to go make a phone call. And I said, why is that? And she said, oh, because we're actually going to go out in the park. I got to call costuming. And I was like, what? We were already going. She's like, no, we weren't. You were you were so bad. I didn't think you were going to get good enough that I thought we were going like, to not go out here on your last day. But you somehow actually have it. So, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Funny stories like that, you know. Yeah, that's really that's cool. funny. Yeah, you don't think about things like that. Uh huh. Right. And because I drove the vehicles on uh, Main Street, I had a, a different trainer when I was friends with Bert and we had to go over to Epcot for training. And mm. uh, and she didn't want to drive the van. She was like really deathly scared of driving that van. And I was like, listen, <laughs> I, so I, I convinced her that, you know, because I had driven vehicles in California, that it was OK for me to drive vehicles on Disney World property. And so then I got to drive <laughs> the van over to Epcot, you know, <laughs> with no you know qualifications that we got to stop. But, you know, I'm just going to talk my way into it. That's crazy, man. That's a that's a long, long list of character performing, and you did it in just about everywhere oh, you can do it. That's I know. Crazy. Sorry, the list just takes up like the whole episode here. I know. Uh, maybe <laughs> I mean, back and you can such ask a good list. About it on a different one, you know. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's very interesting. It's. Uh, I mean, I think we're gonna have to. Awesome. Yeah, gonna have to yeah. go in depth a little bit more now that we got a good understanding. We yeah. skimmed the surface and now we can dig in. Yeah. It'd be a lot of yeah. fun. I'm sure my children will love it. So Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Just let me know. Sounds good. All right. Well, so we'll end it off here with our uh, traditional Disney questions, though. Um, All right. Yeah. So your uh, top three favorite movies. Okay. Movies. Uh, I've heard your questions, but I didn't commit answers to memory. My, my <laughs> daughter told me right before she said, Dad, did you think of your questions? I was like, no, I did not write them down. But um. Maybe just because of who I portrayed. You know, I don't watch that many movies now. I, I mean, I don't even have Disney Plus on purpose. Crazy. Mm -hmm. I know, I'm crazy. I'm a crazy dad of young children. How <laughs> could I not? Someday they'll get it. But um, no, probably High School Musical because I had so much fun with that show. Or Pirates, you know, because I had so much fun with Jack Sparrow. Or Mary Poppins because I had so much fun with Bert. You know, mm -hmm. the, those, are, those are the ones that stand out. You know, the ones I had so much fun with. Same thing like, uh, you know, oh, you're going to ask characters next because I thought of my characters. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, it's coming uh, up. You know, I, I thought, yeah, Bert, Jack, you know, the charming, maybe, you know, I mean, if we're going other characters, probably Goofy, Queen, Hook, you know, maybe you know, Beast and Frozone. I had so much fun in them, too. But I mean, yeah, it's tough for me to pick just one sometimes. Honestly, that's fair. Yeah. So then uh, how about your favorite Disney song or album? Oh, yeah. Right. Well, album Hercules is tough to beat for me. I used that Zero to Hero as part of my audition for Disney Live. And you so know that good. you know that's just you know Meg such a crush on her growing up. But <laughs> in song there was Tokyo had Legend of Mythica Part Six. That's on my my old iPod. That's the mm -hmm. look that up somewhere on YouTube. The greatest Tokyo Disney song ever, Part Six, Legend of Mythica, or the 50th Parade Showstop song. You know I just love that yeah. song. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But, All right, so just a quick little warning: we are on less than a minute. When it's run, <laughs> when right. it runs out of time, it'll just stop. Okay, so, so let's see. We're, we're gonna, gonna speed ask, through uh, these. Ask the question. Q. 
probably sometime. I would say yep. in indie or or mansion because of the elevator. That's yeah. probably the best. Um, what's the other uh, question? Hotel. Hotel. Uh, because I stayed there for the first time. All star or boardwalk because I park there and go to Epcot all the time. Good answer. <laughs> That's yeah. what I love. Uh, bathroom then, was the one backstage yep. at Disneyland that I used to change in between parades and the, you know, the office <laughs> building because nobody love good backstage bathrooms or the, the Cinderella Castle suite because I got to go visit that you know back when it opened. Um, oh wow, that's man, that's we'll sweet. have to talk about that too. Well, yeah, we probably have ten seconds more. left. So, Stephen, it was amazing having you on. Uh, we will have to have you again. Um, <laughs> Excellent. So.